nature of people shopping during the pandemic and an economic reopening too. Good one to watch. Thank you, Stephanie. Now let's get to another company, very important one, and this is Tesla. It's out after the bell to break down all things about the EV market and all things Tesla. Gordon L. Johnson's with us, the second CEO, founder, GLJ Research. Tesla, well, the stock has faltered some. It's below, it sits between basically 600 and 700. Um, you know, it's sort of Bitcoin between 30,000 and 40,000. It, it just can't seem to break out, holding back tech and the NASDAQ are hitting new highs, but not Tesla. What are you expecting and what are your thoughts about the company at this time? Yeah, so thanks for having me. I think there's a, a number of important things. Let's first focus on market share. So if you look at China, from the fourth quarter of 19 to the second quarter of this year, their market share in China has fallen from 23% to 11%. Move to Europe. From the first quarter of 2019 to the second quarter of this year, in Europe, their market share has fallen from 33% to just 15%. So in the two key markets where you're seeing real competition, Tesla is seeing significant erosion in market share. Move to the U.S. What's happening in the U.S.? They've shipped no boats yet from the U.S., uh, from Fremont, um, uh, uh, to the EU. And we're looking at uh, registrations in the U.S. so far that are looking a little light this quarter, despite the fact there's not real competition. The point is, when competition enters the fray, Tesla sees significant market share losses. Now, to your question, what's going to happen with earnings today? We just found out this morning after we published our note, Tesla sent out um, a, a detailed consensus estimate detailing a number of, uh, a number of metrics to a select list of analysts. Whenever they do that with shipments, uh, they always beat the number. So we think that with respect to earnings, uh, there could be some upside to the numbers in 2Q. Uh, so that'll be a positive, but we think people are gonna look forward to what they say on 3Q. Yeah, it's interesting because it's, you know, as to your point, this email that went out on Friday suggesting a quarterly beat. Um, right. I guess which part of it is most important? It's more, I think it's about this market share issue. Um, that doesn't make me feel I, very yeah. confident. Number one, I agree. I think market share is very important. Just respect, with respect to the email, you know, in the middle of a pandemic with chip shortages, the earnings, earning, uh, the, the, the consensus of earnings uh, estimates on Tesla and shipment estimates have been so accurate. I mean, it's, it's kind of mind baffling that the numbers could be so accurate. Essentially, uh, what we think could be happening is Tesla is pre-publishing its numbers to select analysts. We don't get those numbers, uh, and that's why the analysts are so accurate. Uh, we, we hope we get those numbers going forward. But with respect to your point, yes, I think what's most important is credit sales. Keep in mind, without credit sales, in no year since they've been in operation has Tesla been profitable, and only four of their 29 quarters have they been profitable. Five straight quarters of losses, including last quarter, excluding credit sales. So they just lost their biggest credits customer, Stellantis. So we don't know when that dynamic is going to fully impact Tesla's numbers, but we think you're going to see a fall in credit sales, right? On that, that number that they leaked to select analysts, they have credit sales dropping from 518 million to 400 million. We think those credit sales will drop even further in 3Q, and we think color around that is going to be crucial. We just hope someone asks the question. So we think that, you know, profitability going forward is going to look much worse. And keep in mind, Stellantis said we're, we're, we're walking away from Tesla, unexpected, beginning of Q2. They said we're done buying credits from Tesla. Yet earnings estimates across the board, analyst earnings estimates did not come down. So we think there's big disappointment risk in the back half. And we think that market share loss will also be key on the call tonight. Yeah. And you know what else will be key on the call? Semis. 
uh, Tesla said in April <laughs> sales of the Tesla Semi um, were on track to begin this year. And so investors want to know about that. Also about the Cybertruck, um, which models are coming, which ones are doing best, and coupled with other big news, SpaceX, batteries, new factories, any of those sort of touch a chord with you? Yeah, so with respect, that's a great question. So with respect to the semi and the Cybertruck, keep in mind, Tesla did this big battery day, right? There was a huge, you know, multi-year buildup to battery day. And then the battery day, they didn't need to introduce a battery. So keep in mind, right, the Model S Plaid, the big promise around the Model S Plaid was that it was going to have 500 miles of range, right? Elon Musk has been saying for a long time they're going to put out a car that has 500 plus miles of range. And then when they put out the plan, all of a sudden, hey, we're not going to do that car. We're going to do one that has like, you know, 300 miles of range. Don't worry about it. The issue is the 4680 cell structure battery is not ready. You're not even, they're still in essentially mm. concept stage of that battery. Keep in mind, Tesla does not make batteries. That's a big misconception among investors. They're going to buy that battery from Panasonic or LG. The Panasonic and LG have said we're still in essentially, um, you know, pre-production -pre stage. And we don't know if we're ever going to get to mass production. Without those batteries, I don't think you're going to see a semi. I don't think you're going to see a Cybertruck. Whatever does come out with respect to the Cybertruck, we think it's going to be much more expensive than advertised, much more than 40000 on the yeah. far less range than Tesla promised. And we don't think it's coming until at the very earliest some point next year. So we think there's disappointment there. With respect to SpaceX and all these other companies, um, you know, keep in mind, if SpaceX loses money. Uh, we don't we haven't seen their finances, but they lose money. And they said when they are profitable, they're going to spend that money to get to Mars. So another company of Elon Musk's that without you know, public health, uh, not profitable. So but I think the focus is going to be on Tesla. And one other thing I want to highlight, right, the GM fires. People have said that's a positive for Tesla. Here's the problem. GM had eight spontaneous cars, eight cars catch on fire spontaneously, eight. And they recalled every single car. We found a contact this weekend who has highlighted 200 plus Tesla fires, cars, you know, Tesla cars mm. that have caught fire either spontaneously or via accident, and they haven't recalled one car. So we think right. that's actually a big risk for the company uh, that regulators may be forced to look into sure. that could be, um, you know, financial burden. Give me 10 seconds. Do you buy the stock? And if so, where? Uh, no, We're, we have a sell rating on the stock. We think you're shorting the stock. Uh, we think the numbers tonight are going to be um, slight beats across the board, but we think that the company is going to be forced to talk about credit revenues going forward. We think that that's going to be bad. We will be shorting on strength tomorrow. Mm, Gordon. All right. Thank you, Gordon Johnson, CEO and founder, GLJ Research. Thanks, Gordon.